0: And welcome back to Inside the Essay. I'm one of your hosts, Henry Long.
1: And I'm your other host, Eddie Roskew.
0: And today we will be diving into one of the biggest issues around GW today, student life and school spirit.
1: Joining us today to talk about that is Kate Carpenter. Kate is a sophomore at GW majoring in political communications, and she serves in the student association with myself as senator undergraduate at large, and she's also the chair of the Student Life Committee. Hey, Kate, how are you doing?
2: Hi, Eddie, I'm doing super fine today. Thank you guys for having me. Henry and Eddie, you guys are the best.
0: Thank you, Kate. I actually had the privilege of taking a class with Kate. My freshman year, we took meditation together. Um, I was about
2: to say, Henry was kind of a boss at meditation, if I, I, if I could say so myself.
0: Yeah, I, I was kind of nice with the meditation, but I, it was clear <laughs> like right from when I met Kate um, that she had a big interest in like looking out for students you were always asking like the class about issues and stuff and talking about how you were speaking to administration about things. So I think it's really cool to, to finally see you in this role and like really working at that.
2: Yeah, I think um, really honestly meditations did help because our professor would always like say things that she wanted to see different at the school. And I was like, Oh, well, someone's got to do that. So she did give me some inspiration, um, which is funny because like it was just in the basement of Milken. And <laughs> it's like five students in a dark room. <laughs> with this like meditation lady. <laughs> but it did. It did help a lot with um, didn't it work and some inspiration. So it, it, that was a cool experience. And I'm glad I got to meet you through that, Henry.
0: So first, just tell us like a little bit about yourself, how you came to GW and how you came into the essay. And then like what your role is specifically in the essay, what your duties are.
2: Um, okay. So I am originally from a small college town in Oklahoma. I am like a country girl. I live out in the outskirts of town. So you know how that is. Um, and the college town is like kind of big. It's um, like a staple college in Oklahoma. So like I am, my family has been going to this college for four generations. i, mean, I have a huge family. There's like 20 of us extended. Um, we all live in the same neighborhood. So like close, close, close vibes. And they all went to the college in my hometown. And I'm the youngest one. And I was like, you know, screw that. Let's go to DC. Um, So I did kind of like the family disappointment for that, but we'll get over that. Um, And so I kind of went to GW, not kind of, I did go to GW. And I went to GW just looking um, to to find something new from that small town um, college thing. But in high school, I loved school spirit. I was my high school's mascot. Um, I won our most school spirit award, like three years in a row. So not to flex, I guess, but if I had to, um, and so school spirit was a huge thing to me. So when I was coming to GW, I I was aware, like we didn't have a football team, which is a huge thing in Oklahoma and sports weren't really that big of a thing. So I I really wanted to bring a love for GW and a love for GW culture, like with me, because I still love the school, regardless of what the school spirit looks like. Um. So, yeah, I joined the First Lady's dance team, which was a cool way for me to show school spirit just because I was going to all the basketball games and like being a beacon for GW. Um, but there's still something I was like kind of missing, and it was the aspect of like actually making substantial change um, at GW in student life with school spirit. So, I joined the student life committee my first year, and then I became the chair, uh, which is really cool. Okay, did I miss any questions?
0: <laughs> no, you're perfect, Kate. Okay, cool. Um, I want to ask because you mentioned school spirit like I guess simply put what is the current state of school spirit at GW?
2: Yeah well during the pandemic uh, (laughs) dot 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 Um, I would say I mean as a lot of people know school spirit just kind of comes at GW either it comes and goes so like in terms of like sporting events and school spirit on like the actual tangible level, I would say it definitely comes and goes. Uh like some games there will be like a million people there and the energy is insane and we got Lee running around like the basketball arena, like whatever's going on there. I don't know. And then sometimes it's just like dead. And so I think on like a school spirit with athletics, comes and goes. But I think the really cool thing about GW is everybody just finds school spirit and what they're passionate about. So that could be Anything, whatever they like to do, whatever the org they're in, whatever their internship is, and then that's how they find their love and passion for GW, which I think is really unique. Um, so I would say this current state of school spirit at GW is multifaceted, if if you will, like I'm writing an essay. I use that in every essay. Anyways, uh, okay, that's my answer. Sorry. <laughs>
1: and. Uh, Going off of that, I guess like specifically to what you all are doing right now in the Student Life Committee, um, are you focusing a lot on trying to improve, I guess, this greater sense of school spirit in the, you know, in the long run, um, in the next couple of years when we eventually get back to campus? Or have you all been focusing on things that are related to the digital learning environment that we are because of COVID?
2: Yeah, so it's definitely been both. That's a cool question. Um, I think the thing that we do, or the thing that I've implemented as chair of student life, is is like we are trying to bolster school spirit through tackling hands-on problems. So when there's something that like a student will come to us with, or um, a, like a problem that is happening to a lot of students, we'll we'll work on that from there. So we did set an agenda at the beginning of the year of things we wanted to do, um, which we're working on long term. Um, and those are just things for back when we get back on campus, like transportation and we're trying to get a new supermarket on G-World, which is really exciting. But some of the biggest things that we've done so far are things that students have come to us with right in the moment, which I think on an aspect of like broad sense of school spirit, um, that's a really cool way to handle it. Just because if you're upset with a current situation at GW or you're experiencing a problem and you reach out to one of us, like that's. That's making you upset with GW, which isn't helping school spirit at all. So I think that's what we've been working on. So, for example, we um, we passed a resolution as a student life committee and reached out to deans and got like really positive responses, which was cool about moving to zoom um, for an online platform for next semester. And that came from student sentiment and people just incessantly saying like Blackboard is not working. I mean, obviously, I'm just not going to vibe with Blackboard or WebEx. No offense. Um, and so I was going to do it anyways, but it was cool that there were a lot of students that really urged Justin pushed us to do that, which in turn should increase student morale just because they feel more heard on the admin sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I think you you mentioned uh, a few important aspects like this, uh, the WebEx versus the Zoom versus the Blackboard um, and the student sentiment aspect behind that, which we uh, kind of discussed in um the last podcast um that being said uh what what was your reaction and i guess the reaction of the student life committee as a whole um to uh, the recent comments made by uh leblanc about uh, the the likelihood of us not coming back um not next semester but the semester following in the fall
2: yeah so initial response was definitely like defeated um like where do we even go from here what is this um and then i don't know if you guys are on overheard at gw but i decided to clout chase a bit and post on overheard at gw (laughs) um so it was cool to see like people commenting below just getting like a general reaction from not only students but also parents and alumni um so in terms of student life we're going to be talking about that um at our next meeting definitely um and what we can do with that because it's definitely not too late um, the hatch article was still a little ambiguous. Um, we're not exactly sure what to do with that. I mean, the only words that were in quote were unlikely. So who's to know? I mean, I wasn't at that meeting, so who's to know? But we definitely have learned from the past two semesters, the faster that we act, the more that we're going to be heard and like the sooner it happens. Um, so as a student life committee, we are going to work with that and definitely in conjunction with the other committees too, because that falls under all of our committees that we have. Um, but I think the faster we act, the better, um, but definitely like defeat sadness. And I think at this point it was just kind of like, like what even is going on, you know, because we don't really have such a great look into what's going on on the admin level all the time. And so, yeah.
0: Kate, I want to know um, if we if if we do keep going online um, past next semester and into the fall. And, you know, I don't I don't see this happening, but maybe even past that like what sort of long term effect do you see that having on like the state of you know uh, any feeling of unity between students at GW?
2: Yeah, so I'll start with the negatives and then I'll hit it with the positives because there's always two sides to every story. I do think that if we continue to go online, I mean there's there's going to be absolutely decrease in student retention also in if when first years and freshmen are picking what school to go to, uh, less are going to pick GW for online consistently, um, just because in comparison to other schools. So I think that we're going to start to lose like a a future sense of camaraderie and school spirit, just because we're we're one going to lose potential retention from current students and then also potential prospective students um, that could be coming. So I think that that could really um, student morale just because we're we're shrinking and that's never I mean the more people the more likelihood there is just to feel energy um so I think that that is extremely scary um, on a sense of like school spirit and camaraderie I think the the good thing about being online that I've found personally um and this hasn't been for everyone because I've talked to people about it but I do feel closer to the people in my classes than I ever have I mean obviously, like i never get to meet up with them in person but i do feel like my classes have really bonded as students and people to really just get through this semester together which has made me not more excited to be at gw in a sense but more excited to be in the particular classes that i'm taking so that's been a plus and i can see that still happening as we move forward but if we continue to be online i think in the future um 100 um, the camaraderie on campus will just start to eventually shrink until it's just maybe non-existent who knows um but our only hope could just be like those class group me's uh, that kept me alive um and hopefully those will continue
0: yeah i do feel like everyone who um when you're at gw and you're on campus everyone really has a different experience but when we're all online in the same way that we are it, it sort of does build that camaraderie because we have a lot of the same problems now you know everyone's got slow wi-fi or their zoom won't work or they're stuck in the waiting room for 10 minutes and so in a way yeah i can i can kind of see how inadvertently maybe being online has has brought everyone a little bit closer i mean i lived on the Vern freshman year so i know sure i know better than most and then with tons of people living off campus and just being in a city do you think the structure of the campus affects uh student life and school spirit
2: um yeah, definitely. Again, just because we don't have access to a lot of facilities that schools in more rural areas would be in. Uh, yes, I do think that there's like this interesting twist, though, with the Verne and, and Foggy that there's like this like weird kind of like spirit about which campus you live on, which kind of feels like a little high school clicky to me and like, no offense. Um, But it's still like kind of one more thing that kind of bolster school spirit. Like, yeah, I'm a Vernie, like put some respect on my name or like, you know. And I think that's right. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, I said what I said. Um, And that also comes with like, I think definitely um, freshman year. It also comes with what dorm you live in. Uh, There's also that like you get kind of spirited about which dorm you lived in. So like I lived in Potomac and of course I was flexing that on Thirsty Kids every chance I got. Um, And so that's definitely like a freshman year thing Um, and maybe that's universal on campus who knows but that's definitely that comes with um, something that comes with where we live and like our campus wise. I do think it being broken up into two campuses and then also sports being held across wherever um, I I do think that that does hinder students in a way just because we are separated Um, and as we've learned from being online separation is hard, Um, but I think like we all know going into GW that there's two different campuses. Um, I love the VEX. I met some of my best friends on the VEX because I was always crackhead hours on there. Um, so, I mean, but I'm not a Bernie, so I didn't have to take the VEX every day. So, Henry, you might have a different thought on that. Um, but I do think that what comes with having different campuses is sometimes like, you know, distance is hard, but you know that quote, like, distance is hard. Wait, what is it? No, cut that out. Hold on.
0: It's- distance makes the heart grow fonder. I was getting there. I was getting there. Um, do I need to say it, or can we just use you
2: Henry? Anyway. <laughs> I think we'll just leave that. I mean, That'd be fine. <laughs> You're like,
0: we're just gonna cut it out, anyways. So, um, but no, everyone. Everyone knows, like, I'm a vernie for life at this point. I love the Vex too. too. I used to take the 1 a.m. Vex after my radio show, and That's my true. show ended at 12:55, and if I couldn't get to the Vex by one, I would have had to wait until 1:30. So, but I, I had, yeah, I had great times on the burn. so.
2: Exactly, exactly. And I think it just comes with like people finding pride in the small things. Um, So like, I'm proud that I live in this dorm or I'm proud that I live on the burn, or I'm proud that this is my favorite G World spot. I just think that GW is such a unique campus and experience and climate um, that I feel so blessed to be part of because I love GW. Um, And I think it's just so unique in terms that like there's so many different avenues for students to find their school spirit in um, that, although we don't have the traditional school spirit based upon sports, we have just this like really untraditional, interesting spirit and what we care about, which might even be your favorite G world place. So like I love sweet green Chipotle and I will literally talk about it every day like it's in my Instagram bio Um, and so that's how like. I am of random stuff um so I think that that's something that is kind of not totally universal across GW but that's kind of how we manifest school spirit um that that
1: being said Kate do you think that this I guess, the, the sort of unity that, you, that you're feeling in your courses and, um, I guess, amongst the undergraduate community. Do you think this also transcends to the graduate community and, uh, I guess, the greater GW community? I know when we're um, back on campus, there is not a whole lot of interaction that happens between the undergraduates and graduates at GW. Do you think, uh, what, what effect do you think COVID has had on that relationship and, I guess, the community has on, a, on a larger scale?
2: So for me, I can really only speak on the sense of the essay um, relationship with undergraduates and graduates just because that's really the only interaction that I have with graduate students, which I think is is a testament to the culture and climate of GWs that we in the past really don't intermix that much. And I, I do think that is for the worse. Um, I, all the graduate students that I know right now are wonderful and my mentors and always provide wonderful insight. So I think definitely in person, there's always been a disconnect, and 100%. I think that there's also a disconnect, um, COVID-wise and online-wise, just because there's even less chance for interaction. I I do have a friend that from my hometown that is a graduate student at GW, um, and I haven't even heard from her at all. I haven't talked to her once, and I know that if we would have been on campus, we would have met up for coffee or would have seen each other. But like now, we have really nothing no reason to talk really, which is sad. Um, and so I think like the one thing that could bring graduate students and undergraduate students together in DC was the fact that we were in DC and we were in a shared city, even if it wasn't on campus, we were in a shared space. Um, and that has been ripped away from us, obviously. Um, so I think that it is hurt in the sense of like, we just have minimal interaction. Um, I mean, that's despite SA, we have, I have the blessed opportunity to get to interact with many graduate students and senators Um, but I think for the general GW population 100% there's just been like really minimal chance for interaction um which is sad but yeah
0: okay are there other groups like graduate students at GW who uh, you feel are more alienated from student life than others in our current situation
2: okay this is interesting this is a hard question Yeah, especially based off COVID, absolutely. And as disheartening and sad it is, there are definitely many groups on campus that um, just have a more difficult time with it being online. The first that comes to mind is 100% international students. I mean, when you talk about time zone change and when you talk about um, VPNs and browser locks and so many difficulties, um, that was one thing why we moved to Zoom or why why Student Life pushed to move to Zoom is because we had international students reach out to us and say like, I literally cannot access Blackboard from my country because it's blocked. How do you you even do that? That's so hard and so ridiculous. Um, So that was one thing that compelled us to do that. And I think that there are just so many um, difficulties that come with being online for international students um, that I don't even see, I don't even understand and realize, um, and they just have to deal with it. And it's so disheartening. So I think 100% COVID has alienated international students um, on a scale. And then in terms of orgs and groups, um, I would, I don't know how much I'm supposed to say about this, so I'm gonna try to keep it vague. Um, But I think that Greek life is kind of taking um, a hard hit in a sense of like retention rates and being able to get new members as well. Um, Recruitment is coming up early in the spring and January and the numbers are looking I'm not exactly sure how they're looking. Um, If I had to assume um, like they're doing virtual recruitment and then we'll have a virtual spring semester for that org. So it's hard to kind of get that appeal to Greek life when it's online. I think that's all I can say. Technically, I'm not even allowed to do interviews, but this one's different. So I can do
0: this.
1: I think you, um, you, you hit a pretty good point, which is retention rates. And I think, um, also, as somebody in Greek life, um, I know, and a senior, I know that seniors and a lot of the older, um, uh, older students are uh, finding it a hard time to stick, not just in Greek life orgs, but in other organizations too, because of the fact that it's it's our last year, and we're not going to physically see anybody in these social organizations. Uh, it makes it hard for these organizations to kind of, uh, I guess, retain their older members and whatnot. But I guess that's a problem for. Uh, the younger kids to solve
2: oh hello old people be like uh <laughs> no, I, I definitely think that also comes like from an online thing where it's much easier to just join orgs whenever you want however you want you just join on the zoom or join a group me and then just kind of show up whenever um and so yes that's a great thing because people get more exposure to different orgs um with you know, unique bases and more people, but then also it's harder for the organizers of the clubs to keep people just because it's a come and go whenever you want kind of thing now that it's virtual instead of actually going to meetings and meeting people in person. And then obviously there's just a disconnect between being on Zoom and being in person and meeting new people via Zoom. So, absolutely agree, Eddie. That's a great point.
0: okay I have a question because you're okay, you're from Oklahoma, I'm from South Carolina. Yes. They're not super similar, but I feel like they have similar cultures in some ways, like especially at the the college level. I know a
2: lot of South Carolina people. So yes. yes.
0: So I'm wondering, like, do you think there are things that GW um, could learn from like other colleges and in different parts of the states that could help our student life here?
2: Literally, Henry, I've been waiting for you to ask this. Tell me about it. Okay, so I think I have like a really cool and unique perspective just because I, I come from this college town where it like rules my city. Like that's all anybody ever does. I grew up going to two football games every weekend. Like it was crazy. And I think it's given me this cool insight on the essay kind of like being able to compare um, the student life here and the student life there. Um, I often text my friends from high school and be like, hey, can I have advice on this? Hey, can I have advice on this? Um, which is cool. I think the first two things that come to mind um, The first one is really pertinent right now because we're in finals week, literally dying. But I think that's actually one thing that me and um, Catherine Morris have been interested in is like looking at how the calendar at GW works. And like, she's also from South Carolina, which is funny. Um, But looking at the calendar um, at GW and like, is this the best fit for students? Um, If not, how can we change that? If so, how can we make it the best possible version? I think that's definitely the first thing that comes to mind. That's more academic. I think student life-wise, and this is interesting because this is really has to do with the essay and it's a piece of legislation that was um passed a couple weeks ago um and implemented or introduced by thomas falsignale um but i think it's how um we conduct our student government races um is so different from any other school that i've heard of um it's so particular and it's so nitpicky and there's just this interesting I don't even know. I I was so confused when I went through elections the first time and I'm still confused about them even after the piece of legislation. And I think Eddie and I had countering opinions on that um, at the meeting. So I'd definitely be interested to see what um, Eddie has to say about that. But I think it's also like in terms of the SA and student life is reforming our elections to like just better fit what makes sense, at least in my brain, coming from a college town um, where student elections are just ran so plain and simple. yeah, Eddie, I want to see what you think about that. What did you think about
1: Thomas's bill? yeah. so um the the bill that is in discussion uh, right now is uh, at GW where uh, how it had been for a, a, a little bit had been we were not allowed to slate um, candidates. So candidates, uh, a couple things that came with that are candidates were not allowed to endorse other candidates. Um, you weren't allowed to run essentially on the. You know put up same posters or endorse each other and things like that um and essentially like no political parties is uh, really what it comes down to and um my my main concern with it uh, was uh what typically happens when there is slating is that there are communities on campus that band together and put up a slate of candidates and everyone in that community let's say Greek life, for example, is one of the most typical ones in Southern state schools, from what I understand, um, which is a community at GW of 25 to 30% of students. Then Greek life candidates automatically get 25% to 30% of the vote. And um, at this school, that can get you a lot of seats because a lot of our seats or a lot of our seats are, uh, you know, maybe three senators or two senators or five senators, whatever it may be. Um, And imagining one group of, of students getting thirty percent of that was uh, was my main concern with uh, changing the way things were, but uh, I was I was in the minority um, on that one, and uh, we got rid of slating for this year as a trial period to see what happens.
2: Yeah, uh, it was that. Sorry, Henry, go for it.
0: I was just going to ask how how did that trial period go? Like, how was it different than previous elections?
2: Yeah, so we're going to be running the trial period this upcoming election, um, and in terms of i think there were a few different oh, signatures you don't have to get as many signatures now there are a few other things that were changed in the bill um it was a long comprehensive bill um but yeah we decided to just eliminate the clause that said you're not allowed to slate so that doesn't necessarily mean that anything is really going to change in regards to elections i think how it's going to transpire is just end up being people having more free will of discussing other candidates um rather than running a traditional slate like what you'd see at a state school just um i don't know how that exactly is going to transpire but it will be a trial period it'll be really interesting because it's online so i mean how do you even have town halls who knows um but yeah i think that since it's a trial period it will main it will stay pretty tame um and look most like how we've had elections in the past um it's not necessarily like putting um the bill didn't put a clause that said you have to slate, it just eliminated the clause that said you can't slate. Um, So I'm not exactly sure how potential candidates are going to be interpreting that. Um, so we'll see. But that was definitely an interesting discussion. I'd say one of the more interesting ones we've had um, this semester.
1: Yeah, no, it definitely was a, a very, a very lively debate. Um, and one of the uh, better discussions we've had in the student association this semester, for sure.
0: Like I said before, you know, like the Oklahoma small college culture, you talked about going to two football games a weekend. And I know how that is. Do you feel yeah. like there's a huge portion of school spirit that is inevitably going to be tied to sports? And because at GW, we don't have as many sports teams, we don't have as many, you know, really great ones that like, we're always just gonna be missing
2: respect.
0: out. I know. Okay, look, I went to every single basketball game last year. I love our team. I want to see us win. But honestly, <laughs> do you feel like we're we're just always gonna be hindered in some way because we don't have that sports culture?
2: Um, I mean, I do come from a biased background, obviously, where like my school spirit has always been focused around college football and high school football. Um, and so in terms of sports, I do think that that is one thing that GW is lacking personally, because I have always cared a lot about sports. And I know you do, too, Henry. You roll up to all the games. Um, <laughs> super fan. Um, so I think that, yeah, GW is hindered in, in a few ways um, based on that aspect. I, I do think that it does come and go with basketball games, which is cool Like to sometimes see like a lot of people – Billing Smith um, and getting really excited. So that's always cool. But I do think just because we don't have as as many of the traditional sports that get a lot of spectators, so like football. Um, and then our baseball is way far across camp, like way far across D.C., um, not even in D.C., which is not the baseball team's fault, obviously. But it's the fact that we live in a city and we don't have like access to facilities near campus. I think that that takes a toll on school spirit. And also I think that takes a toll on, um, the athletic teams, just because they don't really get that support from students um, that most schools get just because we live in that city and it's so much harder to access um, sporting functions. Um, I will say um, with the recent news, well, not really recent, it came out um, in last spring, but that GW is cutting a lot of the athletics. Um, that is also really disheartening and something that I feel like I should talk about just because like there are some of our best sports that are getting cut um, and those our athletes, but also students and also people who were adding to the GW morale and school spirit that now don't know what they're doing um, just because they don't have their sport anymore. It got completely cut. And I think that also, I mean, yes, there were so many decisions that probably went into that, that I was just not a part of. So I can't completely speak on everything that happened, but I think that also just does show like GW's, like when we're thinking about what we need budget cuts, what are we going to cut? The first thing that comes to mind is sports just because they're not as heavily attended, um, again, because of that big city culture. So I think, yeah, sports-wise, um, our culture is lacking in some ways. Um, but I do think that that does become fulfilled um, through student orgs and passion and what students are doing. Um, but yeah, definitely sports-wise. Um, I, and I do know that, like, a lot of students just aren't interested in that. And that's totally fine. Everybody has their different interests um it is definitely a climate at GW that sports is not like our center focus and that's fine because we have some super super smart kids at GW and they're just focusing on focusing on academics in the future and that is awesome um
1: okay is there is there anything that you all are working on uh going into next semester other than obviously switching on to the zoom platform that you uh want to give us a a little bit of an insight on before uh before we all leave for the holidays
2: um literally yes do you want me to talk for 15 minutes because i will Um, uh, there is one thing that i have been ex- so excited about and i haven't really publicized it that much just because i'm scared of it not happening but as of right now it's looking pretty good um as you guys know whole foods breaks the bank and i don't have enough money on my g world for that to be shopping at whole foods every week so me and a few other senators and are working with the auxiliary office on implementing a new um, supermarket on G-World, which is so exciting. It's still in the preliminary works um, just because we have to do a price comparison and all these different market basket research kind of things. But there is this um, supermarket in West End called Streets Market, and it's mainly kind of like a in-the-area type market. It's still a chain, but it's more local. Um, and they have just on-brand things for great prices, so you don't have to get some random cow almond purified milk you can just get milk um and so that'll be really exciting if we can make that happen with the price comparison everything's looking good i'm just finishing up some market basket research on that in the onboarding process if streets market is interested should be pretty quick is what the auxiliary office told us um and then this one is really silly and i always get people making fun of me for it but i think that if we put exercise steady bikes in the basement of Gellman, we could be making big major money moves like picture this it's final season you are stressed your anxiety is boom maximum level you need to get that anxiety out hop on a study bike okay so it's like a one of those stationary bikes you know in the gym and it has a desk so you can do your work while you're doing it i mean that sounds pretty sick to me and we don't have to get that many so that is in like very preliminary stages as well but uh, since i get like a, people always think it's kind of silly i don't have a lot of people backing me on that one <laughs> Um, but I'm still working on it regardless. Um, Just because I am passionate about health on GW, um, physical and mental, obviously. Um, And this is um, exercise study bikes are something that a lot of schools have and have been proven to help with both physical and mental health. So that is a really cool thing that we're working on. And then there's a few things I wanna start working on over the break that has to do with like products at GW and how accessible those are. Um, And then again, Um, what we can do with the final schedule maybe in the coming years. That one's kind of complicated because it gets into like like high up scary people admin. So we'll see. And then um, also working on G-World withdrawal. um, That is one of our senators, Chris Pino, and I have been working on that on and off, just like what happens to your G-World money once you're done. And we've gotten some pretty ambiguous answers from admin. Um, So we're trying to really like get that going next semester and see like if we can push um, and see that actually transpire into something that is helpful for students so those are the main things that come to mind
0: wait do you not get your g world money back when you um when you stop going to gw
2: henry where have you been the rumor okay so the well i still go to
0: gw so (laughs)
2: Um, the rumor on campus is that once you're done with school on your g world you either have to like donate it or like give it to gw or you can keep it but it's just on your g world like apparently the rumor is i'm not exactly sure that you can't you can't get it back into your account i had a meeting with a with an administrator in the auxiliary department a couple weeks ago and he was super helpful um but it's still a little confusing they did um um, implement this new program where you can um donate g world to this really cool organization in dc and that helps hunger and they implemented that just early last month so that's really cool but i still think as of right now you can't necessarily withdraw your g world um so we're we're trying to figure that out because i've gotten mixed answers from admin which is kind of confused uh, me so we'll see but yeah sorry to break that to you henry um (laughs) as of right now it's looking grim for us
1: okay i want to thank you so much for coming on this morning we're really appreciative of you taking the time to talk with us today
2: Yeah, Yeah, you guys are the best, and this is awesome. I cut you off, Henry, I'm sorry. (laughs)
1: No, you're fine. Yeah, thank you,
0: Kate. Um, If you like what you heard today, you can go follow Kate on social media. Her Instagram is Kate underscore Noel, and you can also keep up with the show by following at WRGW Podcast and at GW Students. This episode will be part one of a two-parter focused on student life. Uh, In two weeks, we'll be having George Glass on to talk about some other issues as well. Um, But until then, I'm Henry Long. And I'm Eddie Roscoe. And this has been Inside the Essay, a brand new podcast partnership between WRGW Radio and the GW Student Association. We'll see you next semester.